This is the Prestigious Initiative. Welcome. I'm Chris Bean, and here with me is Chris Kent. Hello, Mr. Kent. Hello, sir. Today, I am thrilled to be diving into a topic that plagues us all at one point or another, and that is procrastination. Procrastination is a productivity killer, a dream deterrent, but fear not. Today, we are going to equip you with some strategies to conquer this formidable foe. As always, of course, Mr. Chris Kent here, he's going to be the procrastination topic strategist joining us, and we're going to help hopefully learn from his tactics that he's using to conquer procrastination. Again, we all experience this, so hopefully this will be very beneficial for all of our listeners. You know, I think maybe the first thing we can do is is kind of define what procrastination is. You know, why does it happen? Mr. Kent, what, what, do you, what do you think? Sure. Yeah. You said, as always, as if I'm the procrastination expert, um, I do procrastinate a lot. Hopefully we can kind of talk through some procrastination um, or ways to stop that procrastination. I know in our episode about time management, that was brought up some some procrastination killers to help us be more effective. But like you said, we're talking about what procrastination is, um, I think essentially it's the act of uh, like delaying or postponing things or tasks or uh, stuff that just needs to be done. Stuff you need to be, that needs to be accomplished. Um, it often occurs when we're avoiding something um, that's important, but not always fun or not always easy or not, you know, can be kind of unpleasant. And so, there's, there's tons of reasons behind it, various reasons that why it happens. Maybe it's even the fear of failure or you're not motivated initially or uh, that task itself or whatever it is might be a little overwhelming. But I think it's any time that you kind of put something off that needs to be done for whatever reason. Um, those things can vary between people. But usually, you know, we don't say we're procrastinating something that we want to do. We procrastinate things that we have to do that we don't necessarily want to do, uh, which can cause problems and get and get in the way but like you said too i think we all deal with that in, in in one way or another often we have this idea this 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 task that we have to do and we are building it up in our head to be something much harder or or perhaps more challenging even than it needs to be and because of that because of the the mental thought of what that task or, or project or whatever it is might be, we put it off and we continue putting it off and off and off and off. And eventually, you know, I, I know for me, I've done this in the past. You go do that thing. like, Oh, that was, that was way easier than I expected it to be. Not often is, you know, but sometimes that's the case. You just go do it and you're like, Oh, that was, why did I put this off for so long? That was super easy. You know, I think that it's not just always about putting things off, to the next thing, it seems like you know there's perhaps a a cycle to this procrastination. Would you agree? Yeah, I think that cycle of avoidance before you finally do it or get to the point where that pressure is too overwhelming, or vice versa. But you've thought about it for so long, and it just starts to be annoying at that point, and you go and do it. But that that cycle of avoidance, you know, you delay a task. Um, it, delaying that task and thinking about having to do it leads to stress and anxiety and makes it even less appealing. And, you know, this just becomes that cycle where you have something to do, you're worried about it, so you don't do it. 
And then you start to get worried about not doing it. So then you worry about not doing it. And like I said, eventually either that becomes too much and you just have to do it because you can't function. Or like you said, we build it up on our head to be this huge, terrible thing. You go do it and it wasn't nearly as bad as you thought it was going to be because in your head it was much larger than it actually is. But it is that 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 continuous cycle of not wanting to do it, being worried about doing it so you don't. And then you're worried about not doing it. And then it just continues and continues and continues. And that's, I think, why a lot of people get stuck in that cycle of procrastination. And, get, and procrastination is so prevalent is because, you know, it really impacts our productivity and really gets weighs down on us. And it's just vicious like that. It keeps re- reoccurring, reoccurring, and you can get stuck there. And you said productivity procrastination is a huge productivity killer of course you know it it can derail your your goals personally professionally you know how how does it really affect us in those areas Uh, like productivity and whatnot yeah and and you know as far as you know what does that do to the goals you know professional goals personal goals whatever whatever type of goal you have but then also you know as, as it relates to being productive. Yeah. Think about it, you know, um, in essence of time and things that you can do in time. And so essentially when we procrastinate, we're, we're squandering that time and energy. Uh, We can't get that time back for number one, but number two, we have the energy that we can apply to actually doing something. But instead we, we divert that energy to do something else less productive or completely unproductive or sometimes counterproductive, you know, um, if you're not on top of your tasks and your goals and really trying to get things done, you can miss deadlines. You know, you have unfinished projects. Uh, you're constantly feeling like you're falling behind. And, and again, not to mention the stress that it generates, which can affect not only your productivity, but your your mental and physical wellness, too. So, you know, it it, it just really... I think the best word is derail. It just kind of takes you off the path you're on towards your goals, toward things that you're working on and, and toward becoming better because you're just not getting anything done or you're being counterproductive to what you're doing. And again, it just really can can weigh you down. And again, derail, I think, is a good point there to also drive home once you're on a path of, of productivity that procrastination throws you completely off and then you have to get back onto the path and then try to start to rebuild and, and build that, 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 uh, rebuild that productivity and get back up to where you were. And it just, it can be a major, major, um, I don't say bummer, but that's not the word I'm trying to think of either major, uh, obstacle. We'll say a major obstacle in, in, in those, those goals. And, and, and as far as productivity goes. And, I'm having been somebody who has procrastinated, of course, like everybody else in the past. It seems like you, once once the procrastination kind of uh, creeps in, it not that it takes over, but it certainly can take over. It's a fight. Like you have one or two areas that you are like. Okay, you're putting this off. You don't really want to do this. Okay, da da da, and then before you know it, you're adding things. I don't really want to do that either. No, I don't really want to do that. And you're just adding things to this ever-growing list of things that you eventually have to do at some point, but you just keep putting them off. Ah, you know, whatever, I'll get to it later. I'll get to it. And so it's not just that one thing when the procrastination starts to creep in, but it's a it's a building, ever-growing area. So it, it really is like a fight 
to continually keep procrastination at bay because if you procrastinate in one area or one one task, very likely the other other topics, other areas, other tasks will get will will get put on that now nah, someday I'll, later on I'll, I'll I'll get there eventually type of type of list and and perhaps with that maybe there's a a psychological aspect to this. It's not just necessarily a, a matter of pro of poor time management, but I mean, would you agree that there's kind of a psychological aspect to this? Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, from what I understand, it, it kind of ties back to emotional and psychological states. Sometimes we're procrastinating, like I mentioned earlier, to avoid discomfort or avoid something that we think is going to be difficult. Um, or maybe something gives us anxiety, whether it's a project or a task or going to talk to a person or, you know, sometimes it's just hard to make an appointment for the dentist even or the doctor or something because it, it induces that anxiety, which is a psychological response to that thing. And then, like you said, Sometimes it just all builds up and just keeps going and going and going. It becomes this huge, massive pressure. And 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 they think that recognizing these emotional triggers and the way they're tied to procrastination, some of the tasks that we're we are kind of going through, um, is is one of the first steps and a key to kind of addressing procrastination and moving on. And you know, as you were talking, I was thinking, at least in my personal life, sometimes I tend to procrastinate eventually. I uh, will do the task. And then what I keep thinking about is, why didn't I just do this sooner? Or it was so easy. Or, you know, I, you know, we're talking about the cycle we mentioned earlier. I procrastinate because I want that short term satisfaction or that short term comfort of not having to do the thing I don't want to do. And then I do it. But what that creates is long-term discomfort because I know, I can recognize, I can see that I have the habit of procrastinating and I don't like that about myself. And so, again, when we're talking about this, another way to look at it too is that short-term versus long-term. In the short-term, if I procrastinate, I might be happier because I don't have to do the thing I don't want to do. But in the long-term, I'm not happy because I recognize that pattern of procrastination and I don't like to be someone who procrastinates. And so over time, I just start to resent myself more because I know that I procrastinate when really if I just did what I needed to do and don't procrastinate, even if I'm uncomfortable for a little bit of time in the present, I know long-term that's going to help my overall mental, physical, and, and psychological well-being too. So I definitely think there's a psychological component psychological component um, that sometimes we might not even recognize, but definitely plays a big part in, uh, in you know, the issue of procrastination. It really sounds like procrastination is not just, you know, like we said, it's not just related to, to poor time management. There's certainly kind of more going on. You know, I'm sure if, if pressed, we can think of a huge number of different things that would be takeaways, different, different ways to overcome procrastination. And, and maybe it takes a, a whole toolbox full of tools, different tactics, and, and, and you use those tools and tactics responsibly, but also in specific areas in order to overcome procrastination. What, you know, maybe we can, we, we can talk about some ideas, some different tools or tactics that we can use to help to overcome procrastination. What, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, you know, there are a couple ways that we can, we can get into here. I think first and foremost, it sounds 
it sounds simple, but it's not always easy. And I think that is, you know, just starting, just doing it. Again, you know what you have to do. Maybe it's 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 stressful or produces anxiety, it creates anxiety. You just do it. Do the thing and then get it over with. But beyond that, stuff that we've talked about before on this this podcast is breaking those tasks into smaller bits and taking it, you know, one manageable step at a time and and kind of and working on the pieces as we go. And then implementing, you know, time management kind of different things that you can you can uh you know, you can help to keep you in line with completing your goals and tasks and taking care of those things instead of procrastinating them. And then, you know, most recently we talked with a couple of guests and changing your mindset about certain things can be helpful. And, and even like having someone else there who you can be accountable with, um, or can keep you accountable to your goals, depending on what they are. And if your procrastination is really bad, you might have to take a couple different approaches to it or, Try one, see how it goes for you, and try them out in different scenarios. But we can talk more about some of those things. But I think that's a few ways that we can start to make that procrastination less overwhelming. And you you talked about taking the first step. And, and you know, I think that really taking that first step is crucial for a huge number of different reasons. I, I think that... So I, I heard this a little ways ago, and I think this relates uh, to the topic of procrastination as far as, it, as, as, you know, taking that first step. If you think about, you know, the times that you were in school, you had the, you know, the standard students, you had the, the maybe the below standard students, and you had the, the excelling students, the students that excelled in, in lots of different areas. Well, those students that excelled, maybe they got put into accelerated classes. More often than not, they weren't put into accelerated math and then remedial English or even standard English. More often than not, they were put in accelerated math, they were put in accelerated history, accelerated all, all of the things. So it's not just one area that was accelerated, it was all of them. And perhaps they really shined in math. Maybe that really was the area of expertise for them. However, because they were forcing themselves, they were pushed to accelerate that one area, all the other areas moved along with that. And that was a, a really interesting kind of uh, concept for me because it's not just, man, I'm, I'm procrastinating in this area, I'm procrastinating in this area, that starts to pull you down. The inverse is also true. If you can excel in one area, if you can start making those steps, whatever they are, however small they may be, towards getting one area done, one task done, then that fills you with endorphins. And then you will move on to do the next thing. Oh man, that felt really good. I might as well check out, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check these, all these tasks off my, my list, all these, but why has this been up here for, check this off, let's get this done. And it really feels good to do those things. And so it's not just, you know, procrastination is, is all these things we've talked about so far, but it, it really pulls you down. But if you can start to make those small steps towards whatever it is, then that can start to walk you away from procrastination on the side of, of, of motivation. And by doing those couple things, it will feel good. You will be more motivated to do the other things that are also on your list just by taking that one small step. I, you know, small steps, I think, are, are super important, crucial even, as far as creating that, that, that motivation. 
Yeah, it really is. Like, like everything you just said, starting that task, even if it's just that small piece of something, it really can help to uh, create that momentum and reduce the resistance as you continue to work on tasks and try to achieve goals and get projects done for sure. Of course, time management is, you know, kind of hand in hand with procrastination. And I think that procrast- uh, sorry, I think that time management plays a big role in beating procrastination. What are, you know, what are some t- uh, tips or tactics that our listeners can use to, to help to move that, that needle for them? First and foremost, I think you should go back and listen to our episode with Kira and Lily about time management. We really dove into that and broke down some different strategies and, and methods to, to deal with that. And some other stuff that we've talked about previously, you know, I, a lot of what we talk about kind of revolves around itself in this podcast. And I think you may have even mentioned before there was like a, um, you know, we talked about working and then taking breaks and, and uh, do you, you know what I'm talking about? The, the Pomodoro technique. Sure. Okay. Standardly. Guess that word. Yeah. yeah. Standardly you do, you do 20 minutes of work followed by five ish minutes of, of non-work. You go take a walk or something. Then you go back to work and, and the, the thought process for that is that focused work for that 20 minutes followed by the five minutes of, of break time afterwards. It sets your mind right sort of say to get that work done because in your head you know you have 20 minutes to do x and then you have five minutes of of walk around or scroll social media whatever then you go back and really that that involves just setting a timer you set a timer for 10 uh, for 20 minutes do work focus on whatever it is that task on hand for 20 minutes then you set a timer for five minutes and so and there's tons of apps that have the the pomodoro technique kind of built in or pomodoro apps that do that timing scheme for you. But yeah, certainly that's a good one. Yes, sir. Yeah, that comes to mind. And then, like I said, our our previous episode and previous talks about time management and maybe even with some larger tasks or even smaller tasks too, set a deadline for it and, you know, adhere to that deadline once you're there, I think can be helpful. And that doesn't have to be a long-term deadline. just could be, you know, hey, in the next 20 minutes, I want to do this thing or by 11 a.m. I want to have this thing done or whatever, you know, I think I can be helpful with, with time management on top of everything else that we've discussed previously. Yeah. And and that's a, that's a really good point because I think that often the people, we, the listeners, everybody, you feel that pressure, man, I have to get this done by X. You have a deadline to do these things. And even if it's a self-imposed deadline, that still can get the work, the juices kind of flowing to, 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 get that task, whatever it might be, done. And I think the uh, important part to that, though, even if it is a self-imposed deadline or an externally, you know, from the outside, you have someone else or some other thing kind of holding that to you. The accountability is, is super important. You know, I think that is one of the things I mentioned in, in trying to break this procrastination. It's it's definitely a powerful motivator. How do you, how else do you think we can use accountability and maybe even rewards to a certain per point how can we, can we use those for our uh, our benefit our advantage finding a accountability partner sharing your goals with somebody who can you know perhaps respect uh, respectfully and and responsibly kind of hold you to that 
goal that you set for yourself to be there to hold you to that accountability, I think it'd be a game changer. You know, of course, as you are completing these things, maybe not every task you check off your list, you can go have an Oreo. I know that's something we talked about before. Uh, maybe maybe at the end of the day, if you complete 10 tasks, then you can have that Oreo uh, or, you know, whatever, but have, have a reward in there. I know something I have done in the past is I'll set a goal for myself. If I achieve that goal, oftentimes I will put a reward in kind of the area that I set the goal up. So I know that if I achieve X, I get to reward myself with Y. Now, you can't go crazy with that. You can't, you know, if I save $1,000, I'm going to go buy this $2,000 thing. Like that, that's, <laughs> that's not how that works. Uh, so you have to keep the, the reward kind of in line or, or, you know, in accordance to whatever the goal is. But certainly rewarding yourself, I think, can be be a, a positive reinforcement, uh, certainly. Shifting, shifting our mindset, you know, I think also is key as far as our change of perspective. You know, how can, how can changing our perspective help with this idea of, of procrastination? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we, we brought this up um, because this is not something that I had thought of. But like I said earlier too, we've had a lot of guests on that have talked about your mindset shift and the way you think about things. And maybe it's not necessarily that I didn't think about changing your mindset, but I didn't think of it as that mindset shift. But it's all about, like I said earlier, focusing on the long-term benefit and detaching from the discomfort in those tasks. And so you're not so as much concerned with the present short-term of, hey, this is uncomfortable. I don't want to do it because it's uncomfortable. And you're focusing on, hey... This might be uncomfortable, but it's going to be better for me in the long term. And that's part of it too, is that you you don't want to do something that, don't mistake that discomfort for um, benefit when sometimes some things are just bad. And so what I mean is sometimes something's uncomfortable because it's not good. Um, really kind of think about what you're doing, the goals you have and what's going on. And, and if it doesn't line up with your values and it might not be good for the long term. but again, shifting your mind from that long-term benefit or focusing on that long-term benefit and kind of detaching from that discomfort and maybe even visualize yourself and, and, and having a reminder or visualize and have a reminder for yourself on why that task is important, um, can help you shift your mindset. So if you know why you're doing it is what it is that you're doing, I can help you focus on getting it done because you know, the, the end goal, you know, the reason, you know, what it is you're doing, how to get there. Um, and I think that's a huge thing. Again, I didn't necessarily think about that before, but talking to a lot of guests we've had on, and, and even now this conversation, the way that you think about things, the way you look at things, has a huge impact on uh, how productive you are, how you can kind of tackle this this procrastination problem. And if I had to sum all of this up, I think those two things are key. The understanding that there's a discomfort associated with any task or goal or, or, or thing you want to do. And knowing that you have to travel through that discomfort in order to achieve the, the benefit or whatever this on the other side. Agreed. I think that some things are just terrible because they're terrible. But understanding that, you know, the task that you have to do is not going to be a pleasurable experience. It's going to be discomfort. I think that's a perfect word for that. And on top of that, the visual, visualization can certainly help you re, help to remind you of the benefit of, of why you are going through that discomfort. You visualize yourself having done it already. Now, of course, you can't always live in that visualized version of yourself. But I think that visualizing the things that 
completing that task or, or achieving that goal will allow you to have and benefit for you on the, on the other side, I think is key to allowing yourself to go through the discomfort of the task or the project or the goal or whatever it is. Well, there you have it, folks. Procrastination is a formidable adversary, but it's not invincible. With these strategies and a bit of determination, you can conquer procrastination and supercharge your productivity. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, um, it's all about that first step and then staying consistent and, and really focusing on what you're doing. Procrastination definitely comes for all of us. We've all fallen victim to it. If, if you say you haven't, then you're lying. Um, it's just a natural thing that we as humans deal with. Again, it's psychological. So, you know, take that first step apply some of the techniques and, and, and tactics we've mentioned today. And I think we can all do a little bit better about overcoming that, that procrastination and not falling victim to it. You know, uh, it can be very helpful. That's right. And of course, that brings us to another episode of the Prestigious Initiative. Remember, every day is a new opportunity to overcome procrastination and make every moment count. Join us next time as we explore more strategies for success and self-improvement. Until then, stay focused, stay productive, and make your goals a reality.